Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank on uh, Main Street in uh, beautiful Alpharetta. Hey, folks, if you're looking for a better experience from your bank, if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, if you're looking for a bank that's involved in the community, one evidence of that is working on PPP loans for for businesses that weren't even customers of the bank. Uh, wow. Uh, if you're looking for a bank that's small enough, though, to do their work in a personal way, Renaissance Bank ticks all those boxes. And I know that personally through the work that I do for me and my clients. So if uh, you want to be in touch, go to renaissancebank.com and find a local office and uh, give them a call. Set up an appointment and go see them, and I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome Peter Carpenter. Peter is uh, the owner, creative director of Thoroughbred Design Group. Peter, welcome. Thank you very much for having me here, John. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Pleasure to have you back. You're you're an old old friend, old guest of the show, so... Well, well, you're not it, old. I am, but uh, <laughs> it's all relative, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, so, for those that don't know about Thoroughbred Design, how about giving us a little introduction to what you're up to? Certainly, Thoroughbred Design Group was my uh, baby. It was a, a graphic design and marketing agency. Um, kind of evolved um, from my experience in the graphic design world, uh, and something that I've always wanted to do. So. Celebrating 24 years in business this year. Congratulations. Um, thank wow. you. That's awesome. But uh, We work with our clients to um, develop and improve or update their brand. And uh, that can be anything from logo development to their pl- printed collateral, uh, advertisement, anything where their brand or their message needs to be expressed. Uh, we, we take that concept and develop it into a final product for them to use for their marketing team or sales team. Got it. Uh, so Peter, you've got an interesting background. Uh, you're from Wisconsin originally. Correct. And, uh, uh, back in the day when, uh, you were in corporate, you worked, you did some work for Harley Davidson. That must've been interesting. It, it it was very interesting. I, I worked for an ad agency, Mm -hmm. Uh, that was one of their accounts. Yep. To say I worked on Harley Davidson stuff uh, maybe a, a little bit of a stretch. I was out of high school and in college and kind of working as a assistant, mm-hmm. but got to look over the art director's shoulders and yeah. um, saw you know where I was on photo shoots and um, you know meetings and saw the art directors working on the advertisements or uh, different uh, items that the Harley Davidson would utilize. Um, for their sales team. Sure. And it's fun. Of course, an exciting product to uh, promote. Let's talk a little bit about, I guess, branding for uh, businesses. And I know you do a lot of work with um, government entities, uh, schools, and uh, some nonprofits. 
But uh, so we're talking about all those. Let's talk about <laughs> and and I, I realize branding that, in general. Yeah, I realize the objectives in each of those are a little bit different. But let, let's just talk about some of the branding mistakes that you see. Oh that, my goodness! Yeah, uh, and we've um, only got a short time. Short here. T- I was going <laughs> to say, Wait, hold on. This is not a multi-part um, show here, so it uh, a lot of. Uh, what I see across uh, across the board uh, would some you know kind of call down or surmise to patients. People want um, they're excited about their product or their service that they want to offer, and mm-hmm. so they rush out um, trying to make that happen. Um, you know whether it is a, a service to help you know someone or someone's business uh, increase their sales or a product that they want to put at uh, retail level. But establishing what that product's message is, um, what it means, and how to be most impactful with, you know, the branding that you surround it with. So it's more than just a logo. It uh, it's how how that image or how that message of that um, product or service comes across to the people. So working with the companies to develop that and realize that, um, you know having a, a, a full Bible or a, a full kind of background to the purpose of that uh, piece is important. And um, people will rush to different online sites to get a logo done, and they're ready to go. They think they they have it all. And usually uh, a year down the line when they want to take that logo and go get it embroidered on their shirts, um, they can no longer find that resource to get them the proper files or you know realize that, know the logo that that online source did for them um really wasn't that great so. you, you mean that five dollars wasn't a was wasn't a at the quite time the bar that i thought it was huh <laughs> at the time it uh yeah it can serve its purpose but um you know i, I think people you know if they want to invest um in that business or in what they're developing need to look down the future a little bit and um you know build a better plan for how they develop um, that product or service. Do you think it's because businesses, I'm, let's talk about business owners. Okay. Do, you, do you think that it's because business owners are, you said they're in a hurry to get, to get going. Um, Patience is a big thing. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it that, is it just being too cheap or is it maybe something more nuanced, which is that, you get into business originally and and you don't really know what your brand is because you haven't had the i guess the friction that comes from butting up against the market and the market telling you what they value in you and then you kind of figure out your branding that way it's a little bit of all of that okay um th- there's going to be different influences no matter how that that uh, new business um, proceeds, um, and certainly jumping out there and being a pinball, so so to say, and hitting the bumpers is going to help shape, you know, what you do and how you change that brand, how you change your message, and how you proceed forward. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that bumping can be avoided if it's just thought through properly to begin with. So, one way or another, depending on the, you know, endurance of that that company or that person. Uh, they can make it going either way, but mm-hmm. um, there's also a path of, uh, you know, I, 
don't want to say least resistance, but a, a better path <laughs> that uh, if they, if they sit down and, you know, take time to figure out the why to what their brand is, um, they'll be better off. Gotcha. Um, of course, money, money has a big play on it. And I yeah. think a lot of um, companies don't anticipate or prepare for the brand development or their marketing in terms of the economics of, you know, how they budget it out. That's very important. Folks, we're here chatting with Peter Carpenter, and Peter is the owner and creative director at uh, Thoroughbred Design Group. Uh, so, Peter, let's let's chat a little bit about um, educational institutions and in that sector because you've done a lot of work in that area. Um, maybe you can give some folks a little background on your your experience there and and uh, why you focus there. What you, what, what you enjoy about that? Certainly. Um, so I, I've been in the educational realm or industry, I'll loosely call it, for about seven plus years. And during that time, that's allowed me to, you know, work at a individual school level as well as at a county level, seeing how the, the Board of Education may develop materials that then get dispersed out to all schools, but also working with the principals and the teachers and uh, the individuals at the school and seeing what their needs are and how all that interacts. Um, It's pretty unique, pretty fun, a little chaotic at times. Um, But uh, working with them, a lot of times they have the ideas and they don't know how to, they know what they need to make their program better maybe make the, a department better, but how do they make that next step? And I help them bridge that gap. Um, so many brainstorming meetings uh, with them. And that's actually the, the fun part mm-hmm. because you're sitting there taking that seed, of, seed of an idea and extracting it from them and then showing them that, hey, if we do this, this, and this, you know, the outcome will serve you in these these many ways right and then when it's done they're like i didn't i didn't imagine it could be like this and it you know it makes their job easier um the people that they work with the uh extension of whatever they're developing um it serves their purposes better um and just the network within a school system is exciting that's why i enjoy that so um a variety of different levels a variety of different opportunities and um, more often than not, you know, the school systems um, don't don't uh, wait on uh, putting out the paycheck either. You know that they, they pay well <laughs> and pay on time. <laughs> yeah, paying paying on time is a good thing, right? So, um, um, well, what what are some of the unique challenges that you see for uh, schools, educational institutions, in terms of their branding? In terms of their branding, it um, it is being cohesive and consistent across all the departments and across the whole system itself. Mm. Um, because there are so many people, communication is an issue. Um, you know, who is going to take the lead on something? Um, who who will see and communicate with the right people to make sure that the um, whatever's being developed is serving the need that it need that that is intended to. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that is definitely probably the biggest hurdle there. Um, and then working with the people, some, sometimes the people that have the needs either don't have the time or don't speak out so that those needs kind of go unheralded. It's like, well, if you would have said something, you know, we could have included this within the development of a, you know, a brochure or some sort of informational piece. Sure. And uh, that would have served, served you better. One of the, um, uh, unique moments I've had with, um, the school system that I work with, uh, in the past two years was with the onset of COVID, you know, um, there was a lot of uh, virtual learning. How do these teachers, um, touch base with the kids, um, communicate with the kids, with the parents. And so there was a development of a lot of online newsletters, a lot of online information that gets shared is hosted within the school systems website. Um, so there, you know, there's assorted tools that are now available, uh, for the parents and teachers, um, you know, to make the program or to make the class run efficiently. Um, and even little um, little items um, in, in the wake of the COVID and kids not being able to socialize, the their norm has changed. What does that do to them mentally and, and um, you know to their learning, to their psychological well being? Well, there are departments within the system that address that and you know whether it's online or printed materials um that help guide these kids and help provide them with um, options or solutions to work through maybe some of the experiences they're having Mm -hmm. and the leaders in the school are doing a great job at you know pulling that together and making sure that the kids have uh, the needs or the the resources that they need um, to do the best within the confines of what's going on. So, uh, Peter, you have been involved in a um, particularly interesting project related to the Forsyth County School System, the Focal Center. Talk about that. Talk about the Focal Center. The Focal Center, uh, Forsyth County Arts and Learning Center, just opened this past December, and it is a fabulous facility that um, – has three three stages um, and allows the whole school system and, and beyond that to utilize this center uh, for performing arts. Um, you know whether it's a concert, music, um, a play, um, working together in larger groups. Um, but as they opened, it was okay. How are we going to address the um, the signage within the building. How are we going to announce the grand opening? So helping them develop, uh, taking the existing brand uh, and applying that to the messages and the needs that they had at the at, at the current time. So providing you know a map to here's how you walk, here's the different rooms within the building, and you know how to t- take a self guided tour, what features to look for, um, all that material and information need to be put together in a manner of speaking, both for printed and online uh, use. So working with them to develop that was great, as well as the signage. Um, they worked with uh, several 
local businesses to sponsor um, in their main theater. Uh, they have a, a sponsor that sponsors the main theater, so there's signage outside. But within the theater itself are suites. Mm. And um, so there's availability for businesses to sponsor those. Well, of course, they want a little, some accolades. So putting a, a nice and um, kind of brand-relevant sign that you know measures up to the opulence, if I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not over-opulent, but it is a very nice theater. Uh, and um, helping them put together all, all those materials has been a, you know, a wonderful uh, project and um, adventure that we went on. Yeah. Well, this is a great example of what we were talking about earlier. I mean, you you have the opportunity, if you're branding correctly, um, to give great signals to, in this case, the community, those that you want to use the facility, right, um, that this is a cutting-edge a facility that, uh, hey, you're going to want to be, uh, know about and, and, and utilize and attend events there and that kind of thing. Branding is a part of that, right? It's not just about opening the building and they'll come. <laughs> Very true. Right. And, and the word has gotten out. And mm-hmm. there are um, schools outside the county who have uh, inquired and solicited uh, and I think have um, established um, – dates for them to come in for graduations, performances, uh, tours, Mm. Um, you know, there is an interest as well as, you know, different uh, musical or theatrical professional acts, um, giving them an opportunity to come through and utilize the uh, theater and, um, you know, share a performance. The theater seats about 1,800 people and I believe is one of it, it's a one of a kind within Georgia. Oh, really? Um, so, you know, it's a wonderful facility and, um, you know, for the kids, but also beyond, you know, the system of kids to, uh, you know, have people use and take advantage of. And it's a great, um, I guess, great focus or a great um, draw for Forsyth County uh, to have that as a, as a uh, option. And it's hard when you've got a $5 logo to indicate (laughs) that you're unique in the state of Georgia in this case, right? So that's really the point, I guess, to bring it down to the bottom line, right? True. And um, the school system, which branded that, uh, did a fine job on, on, you know, putting together their brand. Mm -hmm. It uh, is of interest, as a side note, um, the architecture and the logo are representative uh, and influenced by Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright. And the um, if you go on uh, online and look at their logo and their building, uh, it looks like branches of trees, uh, kind of in a geometric style. Mm. And it's beautiful and uh, speaks to a lot of what happens there in the upward and outward reaching of what the performing arts uh, uh, allows young ones so peter let's talk let's shift gears here just a little bit uh because you uh have got some thoughts in terms of uh i guess what's been going on with you and your practice about work-life balance so talk a little bit about kind of what your journey has been in that regard certainly um work-life balance has always been a uh, important kind of uh, um 
to do every year for me, uh, but trying the past couple of years and this year putting uh, extra effort on, you know, honing that in. I, I've found in the past, you know, I have uh, two daughters who are now out of college. When they were in grade school and high school, you know, life surrounded around them and, in trying to um, make a business work and, um, you know, make it profitable and just stay upright sure, and balance the kids and their schedules. Uh, I mean, I don't think I got sleep during that time. It, it was, you're running left and right and you never feel felt like you were satisfied in either realm, Yeah, uh, but you're going to do anything for your kids. Uh, now that my kids are uh, older and you know, adulting, um, I, I can refocus that uh, attention back to the business a bit, but I don't want to lose the, uh, the balance of life and being a father and uh, enjoying things uh, personally as well. So finding that balance, finding, you know, how much do we need, you know, monetarily um, and uh, finding that little um, sweet spot um, has always been my goal. And, you know, as of late, it, it has been a, has been working. And um, I don't know if there's any magic trick to it, but uh, it, it's a continual analysis of wh- where, where is that bringing me? What what happened last year that wasn't good in mm-hmm. my mind? Reevaluating what's gone on sure. uh, helps me move forward. And, um, you know, I think everyone should do that. It's healthy. Yeah, for sure. And, and particularly um, those of us that own that are solopreneurs or own uh, small businesses where we really don't have someone day to day to sound check us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's nice to have that um, injection of someone else's perspective, but when they're not around, you, you need to do that yourself. For sure. For sure. So um, we, we uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, Newsletters and social media. Now you're pretty active on both for your own business. Talk about, um, I guess, talk about that activity as it relates to uh, your own business and what what uh, you recommend for clients, knowing that every client's different, right? <laughs> social media and the whole online propagation is such a hot button. It continues to be a hot button uh, because some people love it. Some people despise it. Mm. Um, I, I'll share from my perspective, what has worked or mm. how I approach that. Okay. And, um, having someone to help you with that is definitely a wonderful thing. They're uh, much like I can do my own plumbing, but when I want it done right, I'll hire that out. <laughs> <laughs> when I want uh, it to work, I'll yes. hire it out. Right. Um, you know, finding someone that really is savvy in the, you know, online social media world. Um, I'm great at design. I'm great at uh, working with clients and extracting ideas and putting their, you know, thoughts that they've put on paper into reality. Uh, But part of that reality is, you know, how does that measure, you know, through Facebook, through LinkedIn and all the different social medias. And um, that's a whole like cornucopia of, stuff to learn. Mm. Um, and, and, 
uh, it's important. I I believe it's important. I, um, I continue to do that for my business and, um, you find a, again, a balance, kind of like the work-life balance. You find a social media balance, what works for you. Some people will post multiple times a day, multiple times a week. Uh, I, I tend to pull back a little bit on that. You know, I don't want people to feel like I'm the mosquito in their world when every time they turn on Facebook. Um, but when I post, I, I try to find things that vary and are irrelevant. Is, is there good industry news that I can share? I put um, recently, I, I've kind of added to my post library of what I do. It's called College of Knowledge. Mm-hmm. I've had many people ask me about what's the proper resolution or what type of file type should I use here? And constant questions that are very baseline for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to answer those, but I thought to myself, why not put a little video out about that and just put that out there and, you know, maybe it's going to hit someone that, okay, that helps. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing that. So that's what the college of knowledge is about. But so there's informative yeah, you can put funny stuff out there, things that challenge, maybe inquire, have the people inquire uh, about what's going on. I, um, You had mentioned newsletters, too, so I put out a monthly newsletter. Mm-hmm. Again, you find your, your balance of what makes sense for you, and uh, I do it once a month. And that way, I'm in the ear of people as often as I want to be, and I don't feel that that's annoying. And... Um, I do get some emails that come weekly and I, I, it, I just, I see it on my email list and I immediately delete because I know what it's about already and there's nothing new. Right. Uh, in my email, um, or in my uh, newsletter chain, I, um, at try to be informative. I'll take a theme and, um, play upon that theme. And within the, uh, um, Newsletter itself is a uh, a game, and I call that the logo mashup game. So it's related to my industry. I'm taking logos and either hiding them within pictures or overlaying them, and people get to guess what they are, and I usually have little goodies to give away, um, and people love that. So there's a bit of fun, a bit of challenge, a bit of informational stuff, finding the balance uh, with all that, and finding out what makes sense for you and your business is key. Yeah. Um, you know, some businesses need to be more frequent you know, a restaurant, you mm-hmm. know, they're putting offers out there. Sure. You know, they may have specials or trivia night every Tuesday mm-hmm. and that's stuff you want to announce and make sure it's in people's heads. Right. Right. So Peter, this has been, uh, this has been great before we let you go though. I, I'd love it if you maybe you could share a, a success story, uh, so a, a project or a, a branding, uh, uh, branding project uh, uh, with a client that you're particularly proud of the results, the transformation you brought along to them. Sure. I was going to say being here for a second time on Radio X would have been a, my success story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, um, I don't know about that, but you're kind <laughs> to say that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one that does come to mind is uh, a project I recently helped a, a client of mine rebrand their logo and that was Vickery Pediatrics, mm. uh, located in the collection okay. up off of Exit 13. Um, Wendy uh, Delaney, who is the owner and doctor there, a wonderful lady, runs a great practice. 
and serves all sorts of kids had, had a fun logo and it was very like beach theme. She had a surfboard in it, uh, but realized it wasn't serving her how it used to serve her and mm. wanted to update it and made it, make it exciting. Mm-hmm. And so we um, revised that and now she has six or seven variations of that logo. Um, this is a, a little bit unusual to have that many variations, but it is all, they all look alike. But um, they continue the beach theme. The uh, The name of the business is a lot easier and clearer to read. It adapts better to digital media, uh, horizontal and vertical formats. So she's excited and just beyond happy uh, and now has plastered that all over, you know, all the places where she needs it. So that has been a fun success story, knowing that the client is, you know, just beyond happy with, you know, what was accomplished uh, mm-hmm. is the b- best pat on my back. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Peter Carpenter, folks, uh, he's the creative director and, and owner of uh, Thoroughbred Design Group. Peter, this has been great. And uh, it's Thank been, you, John. Yeah. It's been wonderful. Yeah, great to have you Glad back. Talking. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day as we record this. Uh, every day's Valentine's Day, right? So. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, get to the most important question, though, which is how folks that uh, have heard something that makes them want to be in touch, how can they do that? Certainly. Uh, I am available um, both personally and uh, through my company on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. So look for Thoroughbred Design Group or use the at symbol or yep. all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, or people can uh, go to my website, thoroughbreddesigngroup.com. Uh, go down to the footer if you want to sign up for the newsletter. Enter your email. It's as easy as that. And I'll do the rest. Uh, or give me a call, 404-510-8910. Happy to talk to you at any time. Peter Carpenter, folks, with Thoroughbred Design Group. Peter, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, John. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. Uh, ANS Culinary Concepts has a great alternative to that same old drive through fast food place you've been going to. <laughs> they call it Let Us Cook For You Meals. Now, ANS Culinary Concepts is an award-winning culinary studio, and they do gourmet corporate catering. So, you get an idea about what you'll get when you go order one of those oven-ready, let-us-cook-for-you meals, and when you take it home. You'll have a much happier family, I promise you, if you uh, give them a try. My suggestion is go to asculinaryconcepts.com. You can look at their menus. You can also get some information on their corporate catering and their corporate team building they're big green egg boot camps. They've got a lot going on over there. Uh, Andrew Traubin, his, uh, he's the executive chef and owner. Uh, he and his team do a great job. So give Andrew a call, 678-336-9196, uh, or as I mentioned, go to their website, asculinaryconcepts.com. And folks, just a quick reminder, North Fulton Business Radio is available on all the major podcast apps we would love it if you would share the show if you've heard something here on the show from peter and from any of our guests that you think others ought to know about share the show uh, it's not about me or business radio x it's about our great guests who uh, we uh, have a mission to celebrate and um, help them be found so if you could uh, help them in that regard we would greatly appreciate it
So for my guest, Peter Carpenter, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.